happening, everybody? Today we are with Elliot with Turn One Studios here in Smithtown. He is a marketing um, guru, if you want to say that word. Uh, knows everything about marketing, builds websites, does social media, does video. Um, thanks for having us. It's my pleasure. Thanks yeah. for having me. Yeah. This is great. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about Turn One Studios. What do you guys What do you guys do? Well, Turn One Studio is a marketing agency, uh, primarily focused on small business. Could we work with medium-sized businesses? Sure, but typically small businesses uh, don't have a marketing department. Okay. And. Uh, that doesn't exclude them from having marketing needs. Right. So, you know, we do very well working with startups and smaller mom and pops, and uh, even establishes established businesses that are on the smaller side that don't have their own marketing department. Really being able to um, portray a story about your company. Um, you know, marketing is, is about an emotion. It's really about an emotion. It's about how people feel about your company. Um, so, how, you know, explain to us a little bit more about like what what real marketing is. So, I think there's a science behind it. It's it's a combination of science and art. It's a science with respect to to digital marketing because we can utilize certain technologies that provide insight. Mm -hmm. to tell us where to go or where we've been to determine the success of a campaign. Right. You know, with certain things being trackable and whatnot, that's where the science part comes in. The art part is the emotional part. At the end of the day, we're just trying to find more audience for you as a business owner. Right. Those, that audience represents human beings. And what, what attracts one human to your business is different than what attracts another human to your business sometimes. Right. And, and finding that balance, understanding your community, that's really what's key and that kind of separates you know, the pros from the amateurs in that respect. When you had mentioned before about um, outsourcing, I liken it to uh, home construction as just one random example. You can go out to Home Depot and purchase a hammer, but that doesn't necessarily give you the skill to build a home. Right. And when your skill set is what it is, whether right. it's real estate or law or e-commerce, whatever it is, the widget that you're trying to sell, that's, as you mentioned earlier, that's the lane that you're in and that's your area of expertise. That even though you can go procure the tool, you can sign up for Facebook for free, that doesn't necessarily mean now that you have that tool that you know the best way to use right. Facebook to build your business. Right. And that's where outsourcing uh, to someone like us comes into play. Yeah, and I feel a lot of people um, they just put stuff out there and they go, well, I'm on Instagram and I'm on Facebook and I have, you know, 2,300 likes are on my page, but they don't understand the mechanics behind the likes and the, and the difference between people liking your page and probably never coming back again and the reach, yeah, um, the social reach that you um, that you can provide as a marketer, you understand that mechanic um, better. And maybe I'm diving too deep into. No, you bring um, up a good point. This is something that's come up often. Uh, so I'll give you an example. If I'm talking to a client, it's not uncommon for them to. Let's say we're talking about social media. Because you mentioned social mm -hmm. media. It's not uncommon for them to say, 
uh, oh, my, my daughter is a master at a whiz at Instagram and, and she could run my account. Or, uh, and I heard this recently, um, you know, the assistant I hired is younger and, and you know, really savvy with, with social media and therefore I think she'll be able, he or she will be able to run our social media program. Yeah. I think the reason why that is a common misconception is because there's a misunderstanding of what success looks like when you're doing social media marketing. In their eyes, uh, it could be, well, the individual that I'm talking about is savvy, mm -hmm. uh, and, yeah. and to them that's enough, or yeah. um, they have a massive following of their own, so they must be good at this stuff. And right. if it's good enough for them, it's good enough for me. But very often, the metric of success is not those things again it's not just because you have the tool that makes you good at it right it's understanding the tool but also understanding how it applies to your business so in many businesses the metric should not necessarily be the highest amount of followers it shouldn't be the quantity it should be the quality right because at the end of the day if that's not converting into sales then what good is the exercise for you so right. a lot of people on a hobbyist level for lack of a better phrase uh, their goal is to amass as many followers as possible and that's cool for what they're looking to do But that doesn't necessarily translate into business. Yeah more followers in general Sounds like it's better, but if they're not the right followers, then you're not getting the quality It's a waste of an exercise, right? And that goes back to Really being able to pull that emotional feel-good um, portion out of the business and portray that out on the internet yep. is really what I think um, real marketers, um, you know, do, and right. they do very well. Is be able to be able to grab the attention of um, an audience, and then have a portion of that audience go, "I like that brand. I'm going to go and use that brand." Yeah, I think before you even get started, you have to have a pretty good understanding of what your brand is. Yeah. Right? If you're gonna go out there and, and promote yourself as whatever, um, right. you have to identify what that is. You don't wanna be everything, you don't wanna to attempt to be everything to everybody. You wanna find your lane, understand it, and, and double down on that. Build based around that concept, whatever it might be. Just have this random thought. So as someone who's involved in real estate, Mm -hmm. If you were going on social media and showing all the behind the scenes of your life, not unlike um, like that, that TV show where the, yeah. the celebrity realtors are doing stuff and a lot of the success of that show is the drama behind their interactions and whatnot. Right. If you were that guy, if you were a star on that show, maybe your social media is about sharing a little behind the scenes dramatic stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, but that, the point of that is not to get you leads for selling real estate. The point of that would be to get you eyeballs to watch your TV show. Right. So for them, even though they are realtors and I'm sure, uh, I, I can guarantee there's, there's value to them being on TV with also getting more real estate clients and, and closing homes. Um, a lot of it is getting more eyeballs for the television. So I say that because if that's your understanding of how social media marketing should work, you'd be missing the mark. You wouldn't be selling necessarily more homes because of your your social media. Right. You'd, you'd just be selling your personality. Right, I mean, then there is an overlap, um, but 
you're not yeah you're you're then you're selling you're just selling stories right. and not giving people a reason to um to connect with you right you're or selling yourself as either a hero or a villain you're not selling yourself as an astute real estate agent yeah so what what are some of the um services that you can offer to a small business so uh we have a few that we offer uh, website development okay uh, photography services, video production services, social media management services. Those are probably the core ones. A, a lot of what we're, we're trying to offer these days is content creation because of the efficiency behind that, that marketing effort. So for example, uh, an example of content creation would be uh, crafting blogs on behalf of your business for use on your website. Okay. Right. So blogs serve, uh, a, a multifaceted purpose. Uh, on one side, the blog does what you'd expect the blog to do. It provides information to an interested party. They go to your website, they want to learn about a particular topic that falls under your purview. They'll read the blog and learn something. Right. Uh, that's one. Two, it's building up your brand equity because now you become an authority in that field. Right. So if you, if you, for example, had a series of blogs that educated potential home buyers or potential home sellers on the process of doing either of those things. Talking about what a closing is like and um, what to look for with uh, procuring a mortgage, for example, stuff like that. Yeah. You build up brand equity and credibility by being a, an authority on that, on that topic. You're a source, you're a piece of educational reference. Right. The third option, the third element to that is when it's done correctly, when they're structured in a specific way, it's great for SEO, which is search engine optimization. When you start to post that content on your website, it's structured in a way that is search engine friendly and it's done with a certain frequency. The search engines, which are algorithmic and automated, yeah. they start to learn what you're about and you build up your authority with them. So if someone's looking for a realtor in Smithtown, you are elevating your opportunity for Google, for example, to place you higher up in the search results because you've proven to Google, this is what you do, Yeah. right? If someone's looking for a jeweler in Smithtown, they should not display your page because you haven't proven that you're a jeweler, as an example. The blogging as an example of content creation, that works in all those different ways for your website. But then we can take it a step further. That that long form article becomes fodder in snippets to social media posts. Okay. So one effort to write a fairly lengthy blog can yield a handful of social media posts. And those posts can either bring them back to your website or to your website specifically to that blog where they can learn more about it. Okay. You can then take it a step further beyond that and <laughs> we can craft the blog in a way where it becomes conversational and you can use that as a script to do a video on that topic and now you're tapping into YouTube as a social media platform which is also considered the second largest search engine not surprising since Google owns them so you can get a lot of efficiency and bang for your buck with that content creation effort on all those different platforms okay. and as you know not everyone likes to consume media in the same way this person may be looking for that long form read and right. everyone else is not. This person may be looking for some short snippets like on, on social media. The next person may just want to watch a video. Right. So you get to be and in all areas at once. Right. And I, my wife and I are examples of that. Like my wife will dive in and read all the different things about a person or a website 
to find out information. Mm -hmm. Whereas I'm like, where's the video? <laughs> right. Well, it's the novel versus the, the movie theater approach. Right. You know, some people swear by reading the novel and, and they enjoy that experience. Right. Some people don't want to spend the time doing that. They would just rather see the two hours in the movie theater, get the gist and move on. Yeah. Awesome. And neither is right or wrong. You're just catering to your audience because they're all humans and they do things differently. Right, right, right. So how can people reach out to you? So uh, I'll always push people to our website, first and foremost, which is turnonestudio.com. You can also find us on all the major social media platforms at Turn One Studio, or you can give us a call at 631-223-8124. Okay. Info at turnonestudio.com. There's a few different ways to get a hold of us. Okay. And so small business, what else? Who's your, who's your um, like who should reach out to you? Everybody, right? Everyone should be chat. <laughs> um, if you think that that your business doesn't need marketing, um, you should reach out just so we can have a conversation. Right. Let's talk about whether that's true or not. Maybe there are some ideas I could throw out there that you didn't think of, and and you can determine whether that's worth pursuing or not. Right. You know, the reality is there's a lot of noise out there. Uh, mm -hmm. because the internet's everywhere and everything is on the internet. So yeah. how do you cut through the noise most effectively? Mm -hmm. And uh, and that's a conversation worth having. And there's no one answer to that because it's very specific to your business and the industry where you play. Yeah, I feel like every business, you could be an auto mechanic and a, um, a muffler guy. Those are two totally different. Yeah, and as a result, there's no one recipe for success. You know, marketing is hard to define in the sense that it's so broad. It could be a lot of different things. Right. You know, we didn't even talk about uh, running uh, television commercials or spots on the radio and, and other forms of marketing. Oh, okay. You know, and maybe that falls into the traditional bucket, like I mentioned earlier. There's still value in that, but is it valuable for your business? That's the golden question. Right. Okay. So everybody has... Like there's a package for everyone. There's a package for everyone. There's, there's a, a strategy that... That's, we, that's probably the better word. Right. So we've talked about a lot of different tactics. And it's how you craft the, that combination of tactics into a strategy for your business that will make marketing effective for your business. What company A does is not necessarily what company B should do. Okay. Interest. Yeah. It's fun, as you can see. I, I enjoy yeah, yeah, yeah. I enjoy this stuff. Yeah, I love that, figuring out the strategy. And I've checked out your website and some of your videos and stuff, and I was like, "Wow, this is really, really compelling information." Mm -hmm. um, Thank you. Um, I think that's the end game that everybody. The end result is, how can I make myself look compelling with a marketing strategy to have people. Um, reach out to me yes and because because at the end of the day all the social media in the world doesn't doesn't convert to dollars and cents unless people are compelled to interact with you in person that's correct there, there are two aspects to what you just said one is being there to to receive that that reach out, that, that communication at that moment. Right. And the other aspect is staying top of mind as time goes on. Because while I'm doing a 
while I'm executing a marketing campaign today, mm -hmm. that doesn't necessarily mean that you're looking to buy my good or service today. Right. I'd like to think based on scale, especially when we're talking uh, like a, uh, something like a social network where there are a gazillion people, with scale, you would hope that what I do today falls on some ears that are trying to listen out for that kind of content today. But the reality is most people aren't necessarily looking for that good or service today, but will in time. And that's where your efforts help stay top of mind so when they're ready, they find, they find you. And that goes all the way back to the beginning of our conversation where we talked about, well, I have a person who has a large presence on social media, but that one time shot does not create evergreen, um, like an evergreen effect. Right. Um, and we can go into a whole other conversation about evergreen content um, and whatnot. Well, it's very it, talking about. So if we if we classify someone on social media with a, a huge following as an influencer, mm -hmm. their business model is way different than what you as a business owner is using social media for. Right. Their business is being an influencer. And that is about being on that platform, whether it's Instagram or whatever. And there are few influencers that carry that influence across multiple platforms. Usually you, you have your lane, you're a YouTuber, you're an Instagram influencer and so on and so forth. And then they even diversify their business, their business model with multiple revenue streams that are outside of that. But the point is all of that is good for them. Right. That model doesn't necessarily apply to you unless your goal is to be an influencer. Right. Right. But if your goal is to be a realtor, your goal is to sell houses. It's not just to get likes on your posts. Right. Yeah. You have to have that, that, that forever in motion yeah. type of stuff. You have to be putting out content that is relevant to what you do. Right. And of course, of value to your potential customer base yeah awesome this thank good. you thank you and again how can how can people reach out to you again swing by turn one studio.com that's going to be the best way to to learn more about this agency and and to reach out okay awesome thank you thank you